Welcome to the Dream Living Podcast, the podcast for those who want to achieve phenomenal results in their life, career, and business. Now, here's your host, Angela Spears. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Dream Living Podcast. This is Angela Spears, your Dream Living Coach and Host, and always excited to bring you another episode. Um, Again, as I've been saying, the last few episodes, and just reminding you, if you are new to Dream the Dream Living Podcast, that we help you achieve phenomenal results in your life, career, and business, as stated in the opening. And the next several episodes, we're really going to be focused on career. I think, too, because it's very relevant to a lot of people and, and likely what they're interested in, just because with the pandemic and everything that hap- has happened in 2020, um, people want to make sure that they're pro- being proactive as it, as it relates to managing their career during difficult times. So today, we're going to talk about managing your career through tragedy. And again, I'm sure that a lot of people can relate to going through tragedy, whether it's this year in 2020 or in the past uh, before, but we want to give you some tips on how to manage that. And when I say we, I'm talking about my good friend, Terry Thomas. Uh, She's an HR professional and has been for 20 plus years. She has a great perspective because of her experience in HR. And a lot of times when you're dealing with tragedy and dealing with things in your career, HR can get involved in some, in some of these things. So I think her perspective is very important. So I know I've been talking a lot. Hey, Terry. (laughs) Hey, how are you? (laughs) Good, good. How's it going? It's going well. Thank you. Good, good. If you want to know about Terry, she's introduced herself uh, the last few episodes. Any quick tidbits you want to give us today? Um, Let's see. HR professional, over 20, 25 years of experience, give or take. I have my life coaching certification. I'm there to help people who feel like stuck in their lives. I want you to man- help you manage out of that and help you find your way out to find whatever is next for you. So I'll just leave it at that for right now. Perfect. Thanks, Angela. Yeah. So Terry's your girl if you want to get unstuck in your life. Okay. All right. So managing your career through tragedy. So, you know, we've lived long enough to be have experienced a fair amount of tragedy in our lives, right? So yeah, I like to start where we each share our personal experience and dealing with tragedy and how we manage that while working, you know, when it comes to our career. And then also, you know, what was, what were some lessons learned or what are some tips that really helped to get you through? Mm -hmm. Well, this one is, is, uh, I won't say it's fresh. It's been about a year uh, maybe a year and a half, but in 2019 was not a good year for me personally. Um, I lost both of my parents within a span of my, my mom passed away in June of last year and my dad passed away in August. So a very short time period, but um, to tell the story, you know, I have to go back to 2018 just really quickly. Mm-hmm. My mom had been, um, quite sick a lot. You know, she had been in and out of the hospital. She had heart problems. And the last time she was in the hospital in 2018, I think it was like July of 2018, you know, the doctor kind of told her, he said, you know, we've kind of done everything we can do for you. And, you know, I'm not sure how long you have left, but, you know, you're, you're not going to get any better. That was, that was the basic premise. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really hard. You know, mm-hmm. that was really hard to, to hear. Um, 
And, you know, so of course I was crying. My mom's like, it's going to be okay, Terry. I'm going to be okay. You know, so it was that big, that was, it was, that was very traumatic. Yeah. Um, But, you know, we were kind of, you know, kind of get yourself together after you hear shocking news like that and kind of think about, okay, so what does this look like? So, you know, we had a plan in place, you know, um, get my mom some help at home, make sure that we can be with her as much as possible, that kind of thing. And so working on that, and then at the same time, uh, in, in around Thanksgiving of 2018, there was a fire at my parents' house. So mm-hmm. not only do I have one parent who's really ill, my dad is starting to show signs of Alzheimer's. So we've mm-hmm. got this thing going on. There's a fire. So now yeah. they don't have a home. Mm-hmm. So you talk about tragedy upon tragedy. Um, that was really tough. So looking for a p- place for my parents to stay, trying to deal with my mom's illness and, you know, my dad being sick also with Alzheimer's, just a really tough time. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I was going for a promotion at work. So, Oh, wow. So it was really interesting to me because I was like, my first thought was like, do I even go for this promotion? Cause I have all this stuff going on, but I really wanted to go for the promotion. Right. So I went for it and I actually got it, mm. which was also amazing to me. Um, Cause I was just like, wow, why is all this happening right now? Mm-hmm. So I get a promotion at work. Um, it's still in HR and what I do. So I know it. I just now have a team under me, um, which I didn't have before. I was an ind- individual contributor. So, you know, working through that and working with my team and that was going well. Um, but still at the same time, my, my parents are really sick. And now we had to put them into a senior care facility because we lost the house through the fire. Mm-hmm. So that was all just going on. And, you know, I think back and I think back, how did I manage through all that? And then sub, 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 um, so after that, my mom really got sick, got in the hospital and she passed away mm. and you kind of, kind of knew that was happening in the meantime, they, they live in Ohio. I live in Chicago. So mm-hmm. I'm going back and forth. I'm going back and forth from Chicago to Ohio. You like every other week, pretty much. Um, so, and working and doing all these things. Now, luckily my corporate headquarters is in Ohio. So that made it kind of convenient in, in Columbus, Columbus, where, where I used to live, where my parents were. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of convenient because I could go to the corporate office and work from there. They allowed me to work from home. They were very understanding. Um, so it's interesting because I think back I was going through all that and I was still working and that, that worked for me because work was almost a distraction. It was Mm kind of like a nice distraction to get my mind on something else versus being concerned about my parents the whole time. Work was also great for me because I had the ability to work remotely so I could work from home. Mm -hmm. I could in, in, in Chicago, I could work in my office in Illinois, in Chicago. I could work at the corporate office in Ohio. I even worked from the hospital. Mm. So I did those things. Um, and it, it kind of just helped keep me, I don't say motivated, but it helped keep me going. Yeah. Uh, because like I said, it was a, it was kind of a nice distraction. Um, now what's my mom passed away. That's a whole nother set of emotions that go on top of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you get bereavement time at work. Um, and, and I took extra time because I needed, you know, start cleaning things out and doing that thing. So I just get settled with that. And then we get my dad settled and then he passes away. 
to me unexpectedly, probably mm-hmm. maybe not to the, maybe not to the nurses there or whatever, but to me it was unexpected. That yeah. was my sucker punch. Yeah. Um, my mom, I kind of was prepared for, I kind of knew about it. My dad, mm-hmm. that was a sucker punch. That one threw me for a loop. And yeah. I was just probably numb for a few days. Mm. Throughout this whole thing, my boss and my company were wonderful. Mm. Um, so when you talk about working through tragedy, I think it's best if you tell your boss as much as you can. I know people are private and they don't want to talk about that, but people are, we're all human beings. People are very understanding. Mm-hmm. If something like that is going on in your life, um, your boss will understand. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, then you're not at the right company. Yeah. You need to get out. Mm-hmm. I mean, because uh, like I said, at the heart of it all, we're all human beings. There should be nothing more important than your family. And if they don't understand and can't flex with you during those times, then that's not the right place for you. I- yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just going to put it out there. It is not the right place for you. My company was wonderful. They were kind of like, Terry, take whatever time you need. You know, work- and my-, my boss was like, work from home, work from here, do what you need to do. And that was very helpful for me because that helped me to continue to work. Um, so I, you know, when you say, how much do you tell your boss? Tell them as much as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. I know you may be private and you don't want to talk about it, but you need to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that I, I would say you need, cause you don't want the, you don't want to be like leaving work and doing all these different things. And your boss will be like, well, what the heck is going on? Tell right. them what's going on. They're going to be understanding. Like I said, and if they're not, then you need to go to another company. Um, but the, the other thing I guess I would say is if you get into that situation and you deal with tragedy and you need to take time off, don't be afraid to do that either. Mm-hmm. If you need to take personal time off to deal with what, what has happened to you, because that's a major life change. Right. You know, um, I had a coworker who she took, like three weeks off and the doctor had her take three weeks off because she was, she was having like medical issues. Right. Mm. Cause you, grief and tragedy affect people in different ways. So if you are having issues physically, don't be afraid to go to the doctor and say, look, I'm, I'm, I'm having issues and talk to your doctor about it. Cause it could be anxiety. Like her blood pressure was skyrocketing and the doctor's like, you have to take some time off work now to get yourself together. Mm-hmm. And she took like three weeks. To, she might have taken a month off. I don't know. But, you know, we that's we have, you know, programs for that. We have short-term disability. We have personal leaves. Don't be afraid to take advantage of those things because that's what they're for, you know? Right. Um, so don't think you have, no, no, don't think you have to go through it by yourself. Mm-hmm. Be open enough to talk to somebody about it, especially your boss, at right. least your boss. If you don't talk to anybody, talk to your boss. And if you need to take time, because other people were telling me, Terry, you should probably take some time off. And in retrospect, I probably could have, you know, taken some time off just to kind of do what I needed to do for me, whether, mm-hmm. you know, whether that's grieve or sit and cry or, or go, whatever. Um, because it is, it takes a really big toll on you. Um, mentally, physically, it takes a toll on you. So you just have, you have to, um, Oh, I know we say be open a lot, but you know, you got to make yourself a little vulnerable. You know, I know people like to hold things close to the vest, but in times like that, you got to make yourself a little vulnerable and you'll be surprised how kind people are. You will yes. be surprised. 
you'll be surprised at how kind people are and how, um, you know, how understanding they can be, how yes. understanding they can be. So you just, you, you just, you're going to have to take that risk and, and risk that, you know, you can't be superwoman or Superman all the time. Right. You're, you're going to have to, you're going to have to be vulnerable. You're going to have to let people help you. Um, because you're, you're not going to be totally in your right. If, if something really affects you, you're not going to be totally, you know, with it, right. <laughs> I hate to say, you're not going to be totally with it. And it, you know, and people understand that and, and it's okay. Um, uh, get the help you need, take the time you need if you need it. Um, but tragedy, it affects people in different ways. So just be open to that. And if you're, if you're in a position where maybe you're a first time supervisor or manager early in your career, be understanding to that because yes. you know, I know a lot of supervisors can be like, well, you're not going to be productive. You're gonna, you are got you don't know what people are going through. And if they're mm-hmm. going through tragedy, you need to give them some space. So I'll stop there because I could talk about this forever. <laughs> I'll stop there. No, that's really good advice. And it makes sense that you have a lot of really helpful advice because this is fresh. Like you said, it mm-hmm. ha- hadn't happened that long ago. And I agree with everything you said. All, the, all of those are great tips. I'll, I'll share uh, an experience that I had more recently, um, not as recent as you, Terry, but um, back in late 2016, um, <laughs> it was about this time of the year, actually. Um, my husband and I were out of town and we got a call from ADT that um, our fire alarm went off. And of course they called us, make sure everybody's safe. And I say, well, um, we're not home. So I don't know. We'll, we'll need the fire department to come out. So I hadn't heard anything after a while. And finally, long story short, I found out my house was on fire. And um, again, make this, again, to make the story even more concise, we, my husband and I were planning to go home that day anyway, because it was a Sunday after Thanksgiving. And we brace ourselves. We actually take our time because we don't even know what to expect when we get there. We talked to our neighbor next door and he said, yeah, it's kind of not good. But we didn't know what that meant. We knew we wouldn't, gonna, we wouldn't be able to stay in the house, though. We knew that much. So <laughs> we pull up to the house. We go in and we're flabbergasted, just floored. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, our house is gone. Our stuff is gone. Uh, it was it was quite shocking. I mean, we were in shock as something I will never forget. And so um, I, this was on a Sunday. And so again, I was supposed to be at work the next day going to a conference. And so I immediately, fortunately, I had my, the text, my, my uh, boss's cell phone number. So I texted her and let her know what was going on, that I definitely would not be at work on Monday because I didn't even have a place to live. Right. So, um, (laughs) <laughs> so we called the insurance company and everything. We ended up getting, you know, in a hotel that evening. But mind you, we have nothing except for the clothes that we had brought with us. And so how did I manage that when it came to my career? Well, first thing I think um, in any type of tragedy like this, including the example you shared, Terry, you're kind of in survival mode. Uh, sometimes people ask like, what is it that you need? And you don't even know what you need because you're just trying to get through the situation. You just try, you're managing the things as they come at you. Right. And Uh adrenaline's going, you're not really thinking 
straight, kind of like what you were saying earlier. You're not <laughs> processing things like you normally would because you're under tremendous stress. Your body and your mind is under tremendous stress. So I like what you said about, um, first of all, being transparent about what's going on. I mean, if you're going through a tragedy, tell your boss what's going on, uh, no matter how difficult it is. If, if you say, I don't even know how I'm going to manage this, I'll need some time to tell you what I need, share that, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really, really important, just keeping the lines of communication open because nobody's going to be able to read your mind in terms of how bad it is, what you're going through, or what it is that you need in terms of time off, to your point. So uh, communicate, share the basics, uh, at least, of what's happening. Um, Be real about what it is that you need, even if you don't know. (laughs) Even if, because I remember being asked, what do you need? How much time do you need? Uh, I really didn't know. (laughs) I really didn't. People ask, and I'm like, "Uh, what do I need? I need clothes. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) I need clothes. I need um, stuff to cook with. I need food. I, I mean, it was just, I was just so traumatic. I couldn't even think about what it is we needed because it was just mm-hmm. so crazy. And then, um, uh, uh, the other thing I would say is get help and get support because, um, in the workplace, they typically offer counseling services and things like mm-hmm. that. And even though I, didn't I didn't even really really react emotionally until well after everything happened because I was in survival mode. I think that was why. But I mm-hmm. did recognize that this was traumatic enough that I would want to reach out to get some mental health counseling. You know, I wanted to make sure my mental health was okay. So mm-hmm. I immediately signed up to talk to a counselor. Um, even I didn't know if I would need it or not. I was just like, I'm going to take advantage of it because I think yep. this is this situation warrants getting some help, right? So I did reach out for that. And I would say, don't manage it alone. That's the theme there. Don't manage it by yourself. This is the time that you accept help from other people, okay? Right. And I am typically the person who doesn't ask for help. Right. So when people ask me, what do you need? It, it really was hard for me to articulate it because what, of what I was experiencing. But once I figured it out, I'm like, OK, I need A, B, C, uh-huh. D, E, F and G, because I never experienced anything that quite that traumatic before where I was helpless and I really needed help uh, from the people around me. Right. So you may feel like um, even in the workplace, keep it private to a certain point because you don't want to be judged, especially if you deal with bias in the organization. I mean, bias right. is a thing, right? Uh, DNI, yeah. Diversity and inclusion is something that all types of organizations are focused on and trying to mitigate bias is another. And you don't want to be that person when it comes to you, where your boss is discussing your performance and they say, well, you know, they're labeling you because of that situation you went through. Right. Well, she she handled that situation pretty good, but she wasn't here. So she didn't uh, handle what she was supposed to. I've seen people go through that, actually. Mm. And if that's your experience, then I agree with Terry. You are not in the right place if that Mm -hmm. is the response of your organization. And the, um, you know, don't worry about being judged because you have to put yourself and your family first. That job can wait. That job will be there. 
focus on you and your family and what's important to you. And like you even mentioned, Terry, about being superwoman or something, something to that mm-hmm. effect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is not the time to be superwoman when you're going mm-hmm. through tragedy. Okay. <laughs> Ask for help from your boss, from your company. Think about the resources your company offers even your friends, but we're talking about yep. career. So I would say that. And then to the, the managing bias that can come up about you and the organization is a real thing. Everybody manages situations differently. You may have to compartmentalize certain things just to be able to continue to thrive at work when you come back, but be real about how much time it is you need. And if you need more time, ask for more time. Take, you know, Terry, Terry can speak to the HR piece of it. If your company has a short-term leave Mm -hmm. policy Mm -hmm. or something like that, talk to your HR people about what your options are. Don't ever assume that what you know, all of your options, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's perfect, Angela. That's perfect. Go Go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say that's perfect. Yeah. You talk to your HR person about what your options are, because like I said, they, there, there are, we have, there are so many benefits at your company that you don't even know about Mm -hmm. um, because you probably never had to, didn't need them or, you know, didn't think, think, just didn't think about them, but yeah, go find out what your options are. Don't just assume. And I have to, to, Double, triple, and triple star. What you said about going to get some counseling, mm. God, so important. Um, like and like you said, don't go through it by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, counseling services offered at your job. Um, you know, a lot of places you get so many free counseling sessions. Take advantage of that. Yeah, um, take advantage of that because it's always good to talk to somebody about how you're feeling when you're going through tragedy and, and just how to, how to cope or, or what to do to help you get through. Yeah. Um, and I'll say one more thing. When you, when you deal with tragedy, um, everybody, you know, people have this thought process in their mind. Oh, I'll probably be, and I'll, I'll talk about grief specifically because that's what, you know, I've gone through. Mm-hmm. They say, Oh, you'll be over it and a year from now. You'll be fine. And you know, this too shall pass. Hold it. Stop just so you know, when you lose somebody, some people, important people in your life, your Mm -hmm. life changes forever. Yes. And grief has no timetable to it. Mm -hmm. You know, the pain will lessen, but there will always be something there, you know, that you probably, you might feel like, I want to say it's missing, but it's going to be different. So if you have been through grief and it's been a year or two, maybe it's been five years and you still feel something sometimes, there's nothing wrong with you. You are normal. Yes. It's okay. Grief has no timetable, not at all. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I throw that because that, that's something, one of the things I got from counseling. And it's nice to know that because there's nothing wrong with you if, you know, you're, you're in your third year and you, like, this is my, uh, I don't know, mommy, mommy's been gone about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, people are like, oh, you should be over that now. What? No, that's uh, my mom. Come on. You see, and you can't judge how other people grieve, to yeah. your point. It's different for everyone. Exactly. It's different for everyone. Everybody grieves differently. Yep. So right. just don't don't feel like there's something wrong with you if you feel if you feel like it's taking you a long time. I did my air quotes for feel like it's taking <laughs> you, you can't get through the grieving process. It's not it's not something that's a year and you're done. It's your life has changed forever. That's right. all it is. Your life right. has changed forever. Don't judge yourself and don't judge other people. 
there you go. There you go. <laughs> right. Just, just manage it the best you can and get help because that's, that's what's going to help you to navigate any type of tragedy. And, you know, I, I lost my father many years ago. I was so much younger than I was in my twenties still when my father mm-hmm. passed away. And, I um, I, because I was younger, I, I didn't manage it in the way that I would today. I, you know, I took my, they give you the three year, three days bereavement. I took mm-hmm. that and I was right back to work because, um, I just thought that I, that I should have been. And it was, it was crazy because at that time, you remember I talked about the, in the last episode where I was delivering seminars to uh, retirees. Well, mm-hmm. I ended up turning that into a career where I worked for uh, a company called State Teachers Retirement System of Ohio when I lived in Ohio. And I delivered seminars um, to potential retirees on how to manage their funds, their benefits. I actually turned that into what I desired. I didn't talk about that in, the, in that last episode, but I did that. And so here I am, delivering these, these, this seminar to this group of retirees, which is the age of my dad. (laughs) And I didn't realize it was going to be a trigger for me Mm. Mm -hmm. that when I saw them, I was just missing my dad so terribly. (laughs) I was Mm -hmm. just crying. It was just terrible. And Mm -hmm. I, and I realized like, man, maybe I came back too early. I shouldn't Mm -hmm. have done this, you know? Mm -hmm. And I didn't really talk about it. I really didn't talk much more about it with my boss or anything else. I think I just didn't really know what to do. I didn't, I didn't know like the advice we're sharing right now, I didn't think to talk to HR, think to uh, to ask mm-hmm. for what what options there were. And mm-hmm. um so that that's I say that to say what I'm sharing now is the more mature Angela <laughs> that can, in retrospect would have handled that very differently. But um I think this advice we're sharing now would have helped me back then. That's really good Angela. I didn't even think about that. Um, for those, like I said, Angela and I have known each other for a long time. And I remember when her father passed and I remember that time and that was, it was really tough for you Mm -hmm. and, you know, me not really understanding death and grief at the time. Mm -hmm. I I didn't, I didn't even know how to help you. I wanted to help you, but I'm like, I don't even know what to do for her. Yeah. Um, So, and at the same time, at the same time, like you said, we were all so young, you probably didn't know what to do for yourself. Like you said, right. it's I was very, very young. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. very interesting that, um, yeah, that's wow. Mm-hmm. It just makes you think, it just makes you think like, yeah, we've got some years on us now. So we kind of, we've seen it. We kind of know what to do now. Right. So uh, this is a very important topic. Now I think about it to help those who may be younger or in their career to kind of help you get through this. Right. Cause it, there are things that help. You just don't have to plow through it. Right? You don't, you don't have to do that. Right. Right. It's like everybody knew my father passed, but I didn't talk much about it. I didn't talk mm-hmm. much about how it made me feel, mm-hmm. particularly in the workplace is what I'm talking about. I don't yeah. even remember how much I talked about it with my friends because certain things when I, I, I find that when I go through tragedy, there's certain components of it that I block out that I don't even mm-hmm. remember. So mm-hmm. certain certain things you probably remember, I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah. that's just how... I don't remember talking about it much, though, uh, to be yeah. honest. I don't, I don't remember you. Um, yeah, I don't remember you talking about it much. Yeah. No, not at all. So that's not the advice that I would give to our <laughs> listeners. 
<laughs> talk about it. And maybe I just didn't know how to process it at the time. Cause again, I was a much younger Angela, but yep. Um, again, I think it's, it's good to, to share these things because everybody's goes through something in their life and sure do. there's different, all types of different tragedies, you know, maybe you mm-hmm. lost someone, maybe you had something traumatic happen. Like we did, like I did with the fire. That was pretty, that was pretty high up there in terms yeah, of that's, tra- tragedy. Yeah. But the most yeah. important thing is you can get through it. These are our tips for how you manage that. Don't do it by yourself. Put you first. Put your family first. Your job will be there. And um, you keep going. And get get help. Yeah. Get help. Yep. Very important. Yeah. Anything else you'd share on this? <sighs> no, I think what you said is perfect. I mean, counseling is, I can't, I guess I can't speak enough about counseling. I think counseling is so important. And I think it's something, a topic that, you know, at least in the African-American community, we don't, we don't really talk about a lot, but especially when you go through tragedy, counseling can be so beneficial. So mm-hmm. I just encourage people to, to do that. Go get that counseling. Don't be afraid of it. Don't, don't be afraid of the stigma. I'm using yeah. my air quotes again, the stigma around counseling. It, it helps so much and um, you're so much better off for it. So don't, don't be afraid of it. Agreed. And like you said, it's worth noting that and it is true in the African-American community. There is a stigma around mental health and there's movements around this for the African-American community now, because I think we've learned as a community that it's important. And so, mm-hmm. you know, both my husband and I sought mental health counseling, sought counseling when that happened mm-hmm. and still continue mm-hmm. to to do so as needed in different mm-hmm. situations. So yep. super important. Put you first, take care of you. If you don't take care of you, you can't be successful in your career. Absolutely. So bottom line. Yep. All right. Well, these are heavy topics we're talking about, but um, just want to wish everyone again, happy holidays. Uh, The new year is close, so um, happy new year. And uh, we'll be back next time with another exciting episode. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Terry, for being my guest. Your um, perspectives are great. I'm really enjoying having you. And uh, any other parting words? No, just thank you for having me. I'm enjoying um, talking about these subjects with you. Thanks. Great. All right. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. 